Hello and welcome back to Hopeful Sinner. It has been too long. I'm so sorry for not putting out another podcast. There is a huge gap between episode 5 and this one, episode 6, Share the Gospel. Um, But I apologize. I'm flawed and that's very apparent. So um, one thing that's really interesting about that is that we... We have such a difficult time, like we start something. Say you start a podcast and you record an episode every week for the first five weeks. Then it comes to week six, you don't do it for a week. Um, And then, I mean, you can think of so many things that happen the same way. You're like, I'm going to exercise every day for a month. And you you get to day 15, if you make it that far. Um, Kudos to you if you make it that far. But And then you just kind of lose you lose your traction and really there's there's a connection between that and a connection between that and holiness and so i think that like if you want to get good at an instrument for example it's a lot better for you to practice 15 minutes a day for seven days than to practice one day a week for three hours so you're not going to get as good at that instrument unless you're doing it every single day and really holiness takes coming back every single day giving as much as you can just giving a little bit at a time is worth more than spending three hours in prayer both of which are good but one is superior to the other so it takes um, learning to learning to be consistent and consistency beats intensity every time and there's so many examples of that in life Uh, before i start talking about sharing the gospel i want to share a couple of holy moments that i've had um, that kind of in the the priest a couple years ago was trying to get us to share our holy moments and like times that we felt like we were sharing a holy moment with another person and Um, coincidentally they've both happened in the two times that I've just gotten done with school and gone to church and prayed for a while Um, which I felt like I've been called to do but I haven't been doing as much as I would like to but a couple times in this past week I I left school and I went to church and I prayed so the first time was on Monday I went, uh, went and drove south of town. It's uh, south of Belding where I live. It's St. Mary's Church, which I've always gone to my whole life. That's the most peaceful church to me that there is. Um, and, you know, I just go spend some time with God. Well, on Monday, I wasn't the only one there, which is very rare for that church. Uh, but my great aunt happened to be there, and she was there. At, it was 2.40, and she said hi, and I said hi, and she asked me if I wanted to pray the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, which um, has to do with St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. Um, so she she had visions of God, and Jesus gave her this gift of um, this prayer, and kind of told her that he has so much mercy to pour out upon the world and we don't accept that mercy. So, uh, yeah, my great aunt asked me if I wanted to pray that at three, so I said yes. 
and she turned it on at three so it was on EWTN live and they actually sang it so it was just this beautiful moment in church where I'm there with my great aunts who I spend a little bit of time with normally not by myself just her and I and um, we were we were singing to Jesus together and so that was just a beautiful moment that happened this past week then I stopped in again on Thursday uh, after school. Um, I made a post about it on Instagram, and I'll tell you about the responses in a second. But I said, today I went to church and prayed after school. It was an especially rough day of teaching, and I was reminded many times of the pains and struggles of building students. They have so much weight on their shoulders, and many of them have difficult living situations on top of that. I want to invite you all to pray for the kids in Belding today. If you can, go find a church and make your request known to God. As you do so, remember that nothing that you offer up to God will go unnoticed, and God bless you. So, that's that's true. So, if, you're, if you know anything about Belding, or if you don't, please pray for the students, because it really is sometimes difficult to see all of the struggles and hardships that those kids go through. But I posted that and I mean in the first, uh, the second sentence of that I said it was a rough day of teaching and the the thing that was so beautiful about this was I got I think five different messages, um, four of them from people I knew including my sister, shout out to Teresa, and one from someone who I haven't talked to in about five years. She also went to Aquinas College and she's a teacher now. And she just wrote me this huge paragraph, like um, telling me that she gets it. She's had days like that. And I just, you know, felt so supported in that time. And so I wouldn't have expected that really any of them would, would do that. I don't know if I would have done that, but I just, you know, I felt so loved in that. And both of both of those moments this week just had to do with I stopped into church. So I want to invite you guys to just stop into church, uh, to sit there with Jesus and talk to Jesus and have a relationship with him. He's lonely in the church. Like I said, no one goes to St. Mary's very often, So, um, which is open every day. So if you live in Belding uh, and you're tired of not being able to get into St. Joseph's. You just have to go south of town and it's a beautiful place to pray. So yeah, those were my couple of, of um, holy moments or, or my good news, I guess. Um, so yeah, now let's get into our topic for today, which is share the gospel. So that's going to be my call to action at the end of this. Um, and I was, I was praying and I was I kind of perceived what Jesus was saying was that in order to detach myself from the world, um, I need to read and pray with the Gospels. So I was just kind of praying and thinking, and that's what I, that's what I kind of came up with, um, which really cheapens it to word it like that. But um, the, the importance of reading and praying with the Gospels and how if we can do that that's a that's a sure way of detaching ourselves from the world so detaching us ourselves from um wanting power or wanting money 
or wanting to be well liked by others wanting honor um and so that's that's kind of leads into what i want you to think about today so think about what are you attached to in terms of the world like what are you other than god so we want to be seeking god but what other than god are you seeking and a lot of the time it's fine to seek these things as long as they're they take the second place to God. We want to seek God first, but what are you what are you trying to um, trying to get? So is it is it success? Is it you really want to be successful in your career? Maybe it's for good reasons. Maybe it's because you want to impact the world well and do God's work, which is great, but it has to take second place to God. But um, some of us are attached to success so much that it's the only thing that we think about. We want to have a, a huge house with really nice cars. Um, we want people to really think highly of us. So that's a second one. Are you, are you attached to seeking honor? Are you, are you overly concerned with what other people think about you? Um, is that what you're attached to? And then the third one uh, is possessions. So. Um, I'm a guitar player and I'm sitting here next to a couple of my guitars that I think it was a little bit unhealthy how much I obsessed about how I wanted these guitars and then you have the guitar for a week and it's cool for the really really cool for the first week and by by day seven of having it you're really not too concerned about it and you're on to the next thing. Um, it happens with clothing. It happens with cars. Um, I can spend a lot of time on car gurus uh, because I feel like sometimes I'm overly concerned about, well, what will people think of me if I drive this? Which is just so silly, but we all do it. Um, most of us do it, unless you're particularly blessed. <laughs> so, yeah, what are you attached to? Success, possessions, honor. Are you, are you just trying to make as much money as you can possibly make and just hoarding it and stockpiling it and not sharing any with people, which reminds me that I need to tithe. Um, so think about these things that you're attached to. Now think about um, the fact that you're going to die one day. <laughs> and I know that this just takes a sharp turn, a uh, sharp 90 degree term, a turn, but it's important to think about this. So if you're overly attached to something, um, success, possessions, money, keep in mind that you're going to lose it all one day, that none of it is permanent, that you can't take any of it with you when you go. Um, there's tons of songs and sayings about that. Um, and so remember that, remember that you're Remember your death. So if you've ever heard um, the Latin memento mori, that's what that means. And so those are the things that we're attached to. And it's fine if we, if we have a healthy, um, if we are searching for those in a healthy way. But above all, our goal is heaven. So as this, as I kind of draw this to the Gospels and how I talked about share the Gospel, um, we can think of the good thief. So the, the good thief, if you don't know, was the thief that was 
one of the thieves on the on the side of Jesus when he was crucified, when he was um, hanging on the cross for our salvation. Uh, the the first thief said something to Jesus, um, asking him to save to save both the thieves and himself if he's the true God. And the good thief said, we deserve what's happening to us right now. Um, and then he said to Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus then said, which I think is just such a, such a beautiful line that we could ponder for a long time. But he said, today you will be with me in paradise. Now, Think about the things you're attached to. For me, it was getting that guitar. Well, I was sick of that guitar by seven days from then. Think about paradise. Think about eternal paradise, being with God forever in heaven. And I invite you to, even once this is done, spend more time thinking about that. Think about all of your pain, all of your struggles, everything that's weighing you down right now, and that in heaven, it'll be the end of that. You will no longer have worry or doubt or fear or sadness of any kind. You will just be there with God, worshiping God um, and rejoicing that for all of eternity, outside of time, you will be with God. And so that's, it. that's one way uh, that's one instance from gospel reading that I think that that kind of moves our for, uh, focus off of the cars or the esteem, uh, the honor that you're seeking, um, the the possessions. Nothing else can fill your heart the way that God can fill your heart. And we can continue to search for these things, um, to hold on to our money, to and not give it to anyone who needs it more than we do. We can continue to um, not, not give the gift of ourselves and the gift of our time, talents, and treasure to other people. We can continue to focus on ourselves and try to get as many possessions, as much money, as much honor, success, fame, glory as we want, but all of this goes away in the end. So... I guess my two advice for you today is remember your death, memento mori, and read the Gospels. And so that's just one instance in the Gospel. If I had been better prepared, I would have given you, I mean, two or three, but you, I'll let you find it for yourself. So take some time to pray with the Gospels and then reflect on how it gets you to stop focusing on worldly things and to start focusing on heavenly things. And so um, there's Lexio Divina. Uh, I think I've mentioned that before. Uh, Lexio Divina is um, sacred reading of scripture and works great with the gospels uh, where you, you read the gospel and then you sit with it and you read it again and you let God talk to you and you, you say what you're thinking, but then you also give God a chance to work in your heart and in the silence. So, um, 
Lexio Divina is a great thing. Another another way to pray with the Gospels is to to put yourself into the story. So to choose a character that's um, that's in the Gospel. So to to choose a bystander, maybe, or the person who's being healed by Jesus, because that happens all the time, or someone who's witnessing the miracle of Jesus walking on water, and then you see Peter get out of the boat and walk toward Jesus on the water. But put yourself into the story and just just sit with it in awe and wonder of how beautiful God is. And I think that in no time, if if we could read the gospel every day, um, we're going to feel like we have a much closer relationship with God and a much better understanding of who Jesus is. So, so do that. Read the gospel. Pray with it, with Lexio Divina, or by putting yourself in the story. And possibly share the gospel. Share the gospel with a close friend. Tell them of your experience. Um, post it on social media. There's tons of ways that you can put a religious post out there. And in my experience, it's well-received. And even if it's not well-received, then blessed are you, to quote Jesus. Um, so, or, I mean, talk to a friend about God, post something. Um, I don't know. Do something to share the gospel, to learn how beautiful the gospel is and pray with it for yourself. See how beautiful it is. See how wonderful it is to walk with Jesus and then tell someone about it. Find a way to tell them about it. So I want to end with an Our Father today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless.